Hello and welcome in to the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, as always, Anthony Maldonado, uh, joined by the one and only um, Mr. Brandon Murphy. How are you doing, sir? The one and only that can show up to the damn the, podcast. The, the one and only co-host that I need. That's the right. other, the other co-host is not needed and also not present. Um, so we are running. Well, a, we're you're you're here. We're running a two-man show tonight. Uh, it's going to be a good episode. We're going to go through um, our best and worst things, matchup recaps. Obviously, um, I believe we have a new sponsor to the episode. And then we'll go over next week's uh, next week's recaps before going over our waivers. Um, should be a good one. How was your Thanksgiving? Relaxing, honestly. I uh, nice. I was just hung out me and the dog. I got all my Thanksgivings out of the way. So you got them out early. I just sat okay. around and watched football and enjoyed the weather. Really. Well, uh, good for you. I was in Houston. And for Thanksgiving, uh, my brother and I smoked a uh, turkey breast, um, and it basically rained all day on Thanksgiving in Houston. Uh. Um, and then the next day, I decided to smoke a couple of racks of ribs, and it also rained for like most of the day. So, uh, kind of a gross weather-wise Thanksgiving, but everything else about it was perfect. I don't know. Rainy weather is kind of low key good barbecuing weather. You just like it's kind of the same thing that makes you stay inside on a rainy day, but it's, you're just committed to your task. That is true. We we put we we put up the the canopy, and we hung out outside uh, under the canopy, um, and it was one of those you know it was raining, so nobody would come outside to bother us. Exactly. So we could just we could just chill there and and keep messing with the fire. So how the uh, I wanted to ask how those turkey breasts come out. Man, I hate giving my brother credit, but he did a really good <laughs> job, um, and he basically did all of it. You know, I, I helped you know keep the fire going, um, but as far as the prep and everything, he did a really good job. He seasoned it um, really well, just salt pepper on the outside, and then he he put an injection on the inside, um, and they came out real juicy. Um, Made real good turkey sandwiches the next day for lunch. Uh, but, Love yeah, I, I, I hate to give him credit, but he did one hell of a job. Love the turkey. Yep. It was it was good. All right. Let's talk football. This is a football podcast. I'm, I'm ready. All I'm right. excited. Good football. It was good Lots football. It. it was great football. And it started on Thursday night um, with our Thursday with Thanksgiving yes. games. Um, so let's jump Early. in. Best and worst thing. Um, I'm going to let you start. I so appreciate that. Take the best thing. I know thing. we both had it. We, we yeah, did both I have mean, it. We, we fought a little bit, but I, I let you have yeah, it. We kind of we got into it a little bit before, but yeah, I think the Thanksgiving Day games just set us up for a great week of football. Like, this is the best day of games I can remember. I think, like, just the quality of football was really good. I mean, the scores. Buffalo Detroit came down to the wire. Buff- mm-hmm. Buffalo pulled it out 28-25. Dallas New York uh 28 to 20. New York scored, you know, late and then had a chance for the onside to tie it. New York uh New England and the Minnesota 26-33. So I mean, we had, you know, a lot of scoring going on. 
But yeah, Detroit setting us up right away. I mean, Detroit coming out and playing a great game against Buffalo off three wins and then had the lead with 23 seconds left, kicked the ball to Buffalo, and Josh Allen went to work. Um, drove down and old Bass put it through the uprights to give Buffalo the win. It was. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, it's a so bummer. I'm going to tie back into my, my Thanksgiving story. So with yeah. the rain – Right at the time, literally at the end of regulation, and I'm sure some of the other Houston, you know, listeners got this, but we were watching the game right at the end of regulation. In cuts in the meteorologist because there's apparently a tornado warning going right over, and that meteorologist took up the entire overtime. So we in Houston didn't get to see any. Of the no. overtime, no, in, no in, OT. Oh, I didn't. Oh, no, no. What end of the game? I, I, I thought it went OT. I'm sorry. That's yeah. how confused I was because Detroit it looked like it down. was going to OT. Yeah, Detroit tied it up after yes. Buffalo took the lead late, and then they kicked it back to Buffalo with 23 seconds left. Right. And I see. I didn't see let, any of that, dude. Stephon Diggs wide open in the middle of the field. For, I don't know, probably like 30, 40, I mean, it got him, you know, 10 yards outside of field goal range, and Josh Allen just, you know, lasers it to Stephon Diggs. And then I think uh, Josh Allen ended up running a short run to get him into field goal range, and yeah, Tyler Bass, I think it was like a 46-yarder or something. But, and then yeah, Dallas and New York, I mean, the like you said before the podcast, three the first three quarters of this was a awesome game yeah it was it was a good game not to mention i don't know if you saw broke the regular season viewing uh, viewer yes. record was that Mo- for just more, that game or was that for all of the games that's for all no oh. that was for just the new york oh, and dallas game okay the highest <clears throat> highest rating of nfl regular for an nfl regular season game ever um and yeah i mean dallas kind of pulled away there in the fourth but the Giants went down late and got it within one score and couldn't convert the onside kick, like I said. And then New England and Minnesota, I mean, kind of, you know, it was Minnesota was pretty much in control the whole time. But like I said last week, man, I, I don't miss an opportunity to see frustrated Bill Belichick on the yeah. sidelines. And, yeah, uh, definitely a good lineup of, of games um, on Thanksgiving. It was it was good Thanksgiving football. Um it's been a while, probably just because Detroit hasn't been as competitive as it has been um, in, in a long time. So um, that makes for, for a good slate of, of games. And honestly, I thought that New England and uh, Minnesota was going to be a, a snore fest. I thought it was going to because you, you're going to have Kirk Cousins in prime time and New England being defense, you know, a defensive team. I thought it was going to be snooze fest but it ended up being a really good game actually um so good good lineup of of football on thanksgiving yeah well we did the thing again we started with the best thing and now we have to end on the worst thing the worst thing is more of just a rant for me and me complaining so no one's going to want to hear it but i got to give my best thing real quick so my best thing and i don't know how many people saw it i finally saw it today um but after the Commanders game, Brian Robinson, who had a, a great game, had a, a receiving touchdown. Um, he's in the locker room 
being interviewed, and he has a hat that looks about four times the size of his head. Um, honestly, it looks like he looks like Mario yeah. with the with the big old hat. Or old boy of backyard baseball. Yes, oh Pablo. I can't think. Yeah, Pablo. Yes, he did look like Pablo. Um, yeah. It was. Honestly, I was looking at pictures, and I couldn't tell if some of them were fake or some it of them looks were real. Photoshopped. Because it really it's does so look well photoshopped. Done. Yeah. It's like the hat is so well done. But he didn't – it was the worst promotion I've ever heard. He was just like, you know, my buddy's got a company, and I was like, give me – let me – you know, yeah, well, I'll rock one of your big hats. And he didn't give the name of the company or anything, so I, you had to do a little research to, to get yeah. into it, but – I was listening yeah, to one of the podcasts, and they, the guy was saying he found he found them for sale, but they were like seventy five dollars or something. I, I'd have thought they were like a, a hundred at least. That Just I think that I mean the hell material. the regular yeah the regular new era hats now are I mean they're like fifty some right? of them are fifty bucks 50, 60, yeah yeah it, this thing. It it just it was both funny and I I, I thought it was just hysterical to be honest. I mean, for the bit, I hope it doesn't become a thing. Uh, we're gonna, it probably will be. Um, I don't need people running around in stuff bigger than a cheese head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now we'll move on to worst thing real quick. And uh, I know for you, Murph, it was kind of the same old, same old. Like the football itself was good, but the refs were. It's just bad yeah. this year. Well, so I think specifically the thing I, I'll just do this real quick because it it was a good week of football for me. But unfortunately, you know, I do watch me uh, watch over at Corbin's place, and we have the two TVs, and it was Ravens and Houston that I watched. So I watched Houston get rolled by the Dolphins, which even though I'm not a Texans fan, you know, I feel for you guys, and it was it was tough to watch that level of incompetency. And then see the Ravens, you know, let Jacksonville stay in the game and then have Murphy's Law got him. Like, <laughs> everything that went could have gone wrong at the end of the Ravens game went wrong. And it was just, it was a really tough uh, early window of football for me. So, had to go play some putt-putt to get my mind off of it. But I heard a stat. luckily the fantasy team made it a win. I heard a stat that the Jaguars were O and one eighty three when down by more than seven points with like two minutes left or something. O and one eighty three. And now they are one and one eighty three. Yeah. Crazy. I think the Ravens have lost their four games by five, three, two, and one. Yeah. That's right. I mean just Lamar has no They've one to blown throw to. Lamar has it's, no one to throw to. It's not. It's that Anthony and they're they they don't run. They they either have two tight ends and a fullback. They yeah. they don't ever have more than two wide receivers on the field, and they most of the time it's one. And the guy they don't even make the other guys run routes. There's usually only two or three people running routes. They don't run four or five man routes ever. So Lamar. He's got three people to throw to, and they've all got two people on him because yeah. the defense has got six defensive backs out there. It's I'm I'm telling you, it is some of the most fr- frustrating stuff I've seen. They refuse wow. to commit to the wide receiver position. <laughs> Could be worse. 
could be a Texans fan. Um, yeah, I'm my, just mine's kind of tied into that a little, but so obviously I was in Houston for Thanksgiving. I traveled back to Fort Worth on Sunday, so the time of it, timing of it, um, we left like twelve thirty or one o'clock. It was like twelve thirty, twelve forty-five. Um, so I missed, and I'm in the car, so I missed basically all of football on Sunday. Um, traffic going up back up to Fort Worth was awful. Typically, it's like a five-hour drive. It was about eight hours. Um, here's a tip for you when you're traveling back on holiday weekends. Um, go at off times and also do not stop at Bucky's like ever. It Just, just don't do it. Dude, Bucky's is off limits on the weekends nowadays. <sighs> it is so bad. It took me – I think it took us an hour – to get two Bucky's, go in, go to the bathroom and, and whatever, and then go out and then try to leave. It was it was over uh, an hour. That was dumb. That was on me. But still, um, I'll, I'll I'm a fan of like taking a nap late and then leaving super late and letting like the fam or whoever you're with sleep and then you being awake and well, driving late night. That's what we did on the way hours. up there. On the way up there yeah. for Thanksgiving, we woke up at at three a.m. Because that's yeah. what time I usually wake up for work. So we woke up then and got in the car by 4. And we were in Pearland by like 9.30. I mean, it took me like four and a half hours. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, cruising. There was nobody on the road. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was a bad trip. So I missed all of football. I did get to listen to the first half of the Texans game on the radio before I lost signal. So – um, that was rough, but I was also a little torn because I started both the Dolphins' defense and the Dolphins' kicker against the Texans. So I was, so uh, was you. I was a little, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. At this point, it's Team Tank, guys. We all know it. We all that's know what, what we we're here it. for. Yeah, that's what we call an emotional hedge. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for the palindrome season. One, what? Fifteen and one. That's that's what that's what I'm. I'm or one sixteen and one. I don't know. No, one fifteen and one would be what I'm looking for. Um, but anyway, that was that was my rant. Is travel during during football Sunday? You miss it all. It's not it's not fun. So I didn't get to see a lot of the crazy games that win on two point conversions and um, all that all that stuff. So well, Trevor Lawrence looked good. So. That's something y'all got to look forward to. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Um, all right, let's move on. We're gonna we're gonna touch these recaps. We're gonna move on them a little quicker so we can hit our uh, our predictions for next week. So let's start out, Murph. I'm gonna give you the first one. Uh, it's just how I have it typed up here. Cooper Troopers and his new name, Self Help Hotline. Oh yeah, well. Anthony, let me just, you know, go ahead and big you up here. I mean, Herbert, Higgins, I mean, you had what? Well, I guess you had, it was stars and scrubs for you here. Mm-hmm. Your guys that didn't do well all put up low or single digits and highly underperformed. And all your guys that are in the green, like, crazy overperformed, overperformed. But yeah, Herbert thirty twenty from Higgins. Fifth, oh, I mean fifteen. 15 
Rashad White, and then your kicker and your defense and both the Dolphins guys giving you 13 and 21. Yep. Sorry, Charlie. We were all pulling for you, buddy, but Miles Sanders getting 30 points and Lockett getting 15 couldn't do it. Man, Miles Sanders made me – I mean, Charlie was down by a lot going into Sunday night, but Miles Sanders made me a little nervous. I mean, he put up a 30 spot. Um, I I guess. So, you know, Charlie didn't – I mean – it's funny, Charlie didn't my, – my superpower strikes again. Charlie scored the fewest points in the league this week. Um, I just so happened to score the most, but it was only 128-point performance. We've seen 170 in this league, so oh, yeah. that's nothing to toot my own horn about. But uh, my superpower strikes again. Charlie played all the right players, um, just wasn't enough. Exactly. All Poor right. Guy. Now I'm going to return the favor with you, and we're going to go over Murphy's Law. Uh, barely taking down the gentle ginger giant. I'm glad they put Najee in for that last touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I, I mean, are you, you, obviously you feel good about that because you got the touchdown, but then he went out right after that play. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm worried. I'm not going to lie, but Jalen, you know, I think Jalen Warren, he's, I think he's hurt too. So it's a, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be a wild, a wild situation in Pittsburgh's backfield, but I'm hoping it's just like a contusion thing and it's just a pain situation and not like a tear or something like that. Yeah. I I still haven't but man, how heard lucky, anything on it yet. How lucky are you that he played just enough to get that Dude, one touchdown? He came off the field and they they put him right back. They put him back in just to get in, uh, get in the end zone. I love, but and he's been otherwise Josh hard. Josh would have taken that one. Yeah, the, I needed that uh, six and a half points for sure. Wow. Um, yeah, and and Josh is over here putting up you know thirty points from Hertz. 20 points from Chubb. Um, the rest of his team's mediocre to bad. Um, Montgomery scoring 12. Um, he had Dylan on the bench scoring 16, but, I mean, based on Dylan's previous performances, you weren't going to play Dylan. So, uh, just uh, just bad luck, Josh. Uh, that's all that you can chalk that one up to. Bad luck yeah, and I, good luck for Murph. Yeah, I was worried – when Hop, I was excited when Hopkins came in and put up like 15 points in the first quarter, but then he got hurt and came out of the game, and I was like, oh, well, that was that was my cushion. I needed that for Jalen Hurts. And then Jalen Hurts did what Jalen Hurts does, and it, yeah. it really worried me. Well, Godwin had a really good game again, 23 points. Looks like Yeah, he I'm liking be, that. Yeah. I'm worried. I mean, Mike, Mike Evans has got to get some work sometime, though. Well, hopefully not next week. All right. Oh, and I see, dang it, we don't have Taylor. In the first matchup, uh, Cooper yeah. Trooper self-help hotline, uh, we all took myself, so we all got that one right. Uh, and then in Murphy's Law against Gentle Ginger Giant, we all took Josh, and we were all wrong. Mm. Barely. We are a Najee Harris touchdown away from being a right. Uh, all I, right. I'm happy to be wrong there, but I wish I had a little more faith in myself. All right, Murph, take us through, even though the score didn't doesn't look that close on paper, take us through the matchup of the week between Foot Buckerson and the Gastro Disastro. Oh, this 
honestly, I I got to see this front row front row seat, and Corbin was already sweating bullets before Dan even got there. I think Dan didn't get there until halftime, maybe maybe a little later. And boy, his he had his shoulders back, his chin held high. Sat down. It, it, I'll give him credit. It probably took him about ten to fifteen minutes to to mention the fantasy game. And Corbin, <laughs> Corbin was hot. Like I like I said, he, he he seemed a little a little upset, but little did he know that Josh Jacobs was about to have the game of the season and put up forty five points, including an eighty seven yarder in overtime, in overtime to win it. And and um, yeah, and, but and yeah, Josh Jacobs is is the running back one on the year right now. Yeah. I would not – no. I, I thought Josh Jacobs – he played in the Hall of Fame game. I know. They played him in the Hall of Fame game and did not renew his contract. Oh. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. Saquon Barkley is a free agent. There are so many um, like high-caliber free agent running backs coming up this year. And And Dan put up a good game. You know, one, two, three, four, five of his players were over there projected, and he was winning in this one. He, and Dan was talking shit. I believe the words were, "I'm paddling that ass," were uttered, <laughs> and I was like, "You better, you better slow your roll, buddy." I didn't want to say anything because you know he was he was 80, basking in it. But an 86-yard touchdown run in overtime. Is what put Corbin ahead. Corbin had uh, that was that was his last shot. That was That's his a- last player in the in the entire you know on his roster. The last player playing in overtime. That one play beat Dan. That's that a fifteen one, that point was, play. That was it right there. He was down by that much. Oh my gosh! Fantasy football. Sorry, Dan. That that really sucks. Uh, that's gonna make it tough for you. Uh, you're not out of playoff contention quite yet, but it's the the percentages are getting a little low for you. That's for sure. You need a lot of help. Oh wow, what a game! All right, let's move on to uh, Commissioner's Pet taking down Allen's Little Beauty. Oh, and then that one. Sorry, and that one we did all take Corbin. Um, so uh, I think we, we were right. secretly cheering for Dan, but we all took Corbin, and uh, we all got that one right. Yeah, our hexes they they don't work this year. Either way we use them, they don't. Well, in this one, um, this is the one matchup where we differed on our predictions. Um, so Commissioner's Pet taking down Allen's Little Beauties, and actually he changed his name to Debo's Little Disappointments. Um, one eleven to ninety four, and uh, Taylor was the only one who had faith in Matt. And uh, you and I took Britt, um, and it, it it was close for a little oh. bit. I mean, uh, the Britt was down for the most part, but then he had a shot. Um, he had a shot to win it. Yeah, he had bad games from Gibson, Debo Samuel. He had a big old zero from Higby. Oof. Big old zero from Mooney, who got hurt in the Oof. first quarter. Um. Yeah, that's that's rough. And and uh, Matt had good game from James Conner, who apparently everybody can run all over the Chargers. Um, Justin Jefferson on Thanksgiving, 
with who had a, another amazing Dude. catch in that Thanksgiving game. That's he what is, I forgot. He was insane. That was worth watching the New England Minnesota game alone. <sighs> like Justin Jefferson might be the most enjoyable player in the league to watch. He is, he is so good. And Kirk Cousins is going to throw him the ball. I love yeah. to see it. Uh, now Keenan Allen getting back into it with uh, about 50 yards and a touchdown. Um, so that's good for Matt at the end of the season when he's 3-9 and nine now. Um, yeah, yeah it, it was close. You know, Britt was, was ballsy and, and set uh, swift on Thanksgiving. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, I mean, he only had – Josh Allen, who put up 30 on Thanksgiving Day, and then Pacheco put up 15, and everybody else, except for his defense and kicker, were in the single digits. And again, those two zeros. Yeah, that's came back to that'll Buckle. negate just about anything good yep. that's going on. Exactly. So that's a rough one. I think uh, it's almost safe to say that. I mean, Britt again is still not out of playoff contention. Um, in fact, he's got a higher chance than Dan, but uh, it's it's getting. You only got two he's weeks. Gonna, yeah, he's, they're both. They need. It's gonna. They need help. They need catastrophic things to happen to the people right in front of them. Yep. All right, Murph. Why don't you take Henson's carpet stains taking down Hard R? Well, it finally happened. Yeah, it did. We chose Cody. And and we and he let it he he let us down in the best way he possibly could by losing in fantasy. But unfortunately, he lost to Henson. But yes, <laughs> yes. See, and Henson's in Henson's right in the th- Cody. He's up at the top, and Henson's in right in the thick of that yep. cut off line. You know. So, but he had you know two a. Uh, didn't do as much as maybe we thought, but, you know, everybody, they were going to run on the Texans, so he probably wasn't going to have a lot of work. Puts up 15. But 17 from Samaji Pirine, 14 from Tucker, and 17 from Schultz. That's going to, you know, when you're getting that from your tight end, your flex, and your kicker, you know, three three of the, you know, weak positions. And then, you know, I'd say Cody... Kelsey, this might be the only time he let him down, and it's sad to say it was only 13 points. And uh, Hill putting up 12, yeah, that's just the guys that uh, Cody's been relying on to put up 20-plus all were in the teens, and Henson's team just had a solid game. And Cody, this is, you know, about as bad as his team's looked all year. So Henson was feeling real bleak about his chances. After the it, games had already started, and uh, and Cody had yeah bad game from Mike Evans, bad game from bad game from Singletary, bad game from Mahomes as far as Mahomes oh. standards go. Just uh, like the Ravens, when ATN went out, I thought Henson lost this game. Yeah. I thought the Jaguars lost that game for sure when ATN went out, and uh, they pulled it out just like Henson crazy and and etn could have gotten back into the game but they decided yeah. to keep him out for precaution um so yeah henson you should feel good about this one when henry only scores 13 points and you get a win um that's I mean, 
15 from your two running backs and you get the win. That's a win. Yeah. Yep, took down took down Cody. Uh So now there's it's just a jumbled mess at the top of our standings. Um but whoa, we might go into that a little bit later. Um let's touch on our last matchup here. I'm going to take this one, the Strictator taking down shit show in a dumpster fire, 120 to 110. Uh, and this one was a little closer than the score might show. Um, Taylor had great games from Kyler Murray, finally. I think if Taylor were here, that's what he'd say. Uh, Eckler always having a good game. Ken Walker, even though he only had 26 yards on the ground, he scores two touchdowns. Um, so that kind of salvaged his fantasy day. Um, and then yeah. he had he had Elliott go off on Thanksgiving for at least one touchdown and the Buffalo defense get nine against Detroit. Uh, you know, Taylor put up enough with, with Murray Eckler and Walker. That's, that was kind of his team. It's really been his team for most of the year. Um, his wide receivers aren't great, but he did enough to, and then drew on the other side, he plays Garoppolo, which you know, with all the weapons Garoppolo has, you think it's not a terrible play. Um, Last week he went off. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, and it's with all those weapons, you know, someone's got to throw him the ball. So you think it's a decent play. Aaron Jones had a really good game. Um, 56 yards through the air or, or receiving and a touchdown. Um, I mean, Amon Ra back to form on Thanksgiving. I thought Drew, yes. I thought Drew started off really good. Right. But then the rest of his, you know, stars, I mean, yeah, Aaron Jones had a good game, but CeeDee Lamb, nothing. And then, you know, or not oh, not what he, you're used to from CeeDee Lamb. I think he had either a real, like, almost touchdown. I thought he had a couple drops in the game. Yeah, he did. Or, or overthrown, maybe. Um, but, yeah, not a great one from CeeDee Lamb. Uh, Paris Campbell and his flex, not great. Um, two points for that, you know, and the Denver defense against Carolina of all teams put up uh, yeah. two points on the, on that the might be what you circle right there. Yeah. That one, cost that, him. That one hurts. You're, ex- you're expecting De- uh, Denver to put up, you know, maybe double digits against them and that a given, but you're, drew the win. you're going into Monday night and I think he needed like, what did he need? 12 or 14 points to beat Taylor. Yeah. I think he needed. Well, I can see he needed. He needed about fourteen, right, or about a little more than twelve. Yeah, between Campbell and and in the past, it was just Campbell. It was just Campbell on Monday night. Yeah, that's all he had on Monday night. And Campbell's, you know, he had put up nine points the week before, seventeen two weeks before. He's had eighteen, fifteen point games. Both all of those were with Matt Ryan at quarterback. So there was there was a chance, and he oh, came yeah. out and flopped. He was on the come up. So that doesn't feel good. But, you know, Drew, sometimes it's just not your year, and it is definitely not your year. Uh, Drew, Drew drops down to 3-9. and nine. He is tied for last with Matt. So uh, it's looking like he might have one of the bye weeks for the – Sticker bitch. Toilet bowl. Yeah. 
That's that's fun. It's okay, Drew. You'll get them next year, Tiger. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look at the standings real quick because before we we go to our sponsor, um, let's take a look at it. We we have four teams at eight and four because uh, Cody lost to Henson. So we have four teams at eight and four: Cody, Corbin, Murph, and myself. And then we have Henson at seven and five, and then Josh, Taylor, Charlie at six and six, and then Britt at five and seven, Dan four and eight, and uh, Drew and Matt at three and nine. So really, you could say the bottom three teams are basically out of it. Uh, Britt still has a slight chance, but you have three teams tied at six and six vying for that number six seed but there's two weeks left so anything could really happen um even the eight and four teams aren't exactly safe depending on you know points scored and whatnot um so real real this is probably one of the closest standings i've seen going into you know second to I last mean, so week of much season like it just usually there's a little bit more solid stuff with two weeks to go and so much could happen with two losses or two wins or you know i mean depending on which which one of these games you lose to it could it could not end well yeah i mean to to keep our our podcast within an hour in the next few weeks we might have to eliminate some some uh segments so we can fit in like playoff you know What's the word? Machinations. Yeah, just all the different uh, possibilities that scenarios. can come out of this. Yeah, the playoff scenarios. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy that we have two weeks to go, and there's still four. There's four teams tied for first place record-wise. Um, I just thought that'd be fun to, to point out. But all right, Murph, let's hit our our sponsor for the episode. Awesome. Well, I'm happy to introduce the new sponsor this week. Um, is the gambling sensation that's sweeping our nation leaving you behind? Are you in an are you an avid gambler looking for your next high in a life of neglecting your family? Do you just need a little action on mundane daily activities to make social situations bearable? If you prefer life events to have a winner and a loser, and you pick the right side on. Then come to Futbuckerson's Spread Sportsbook. We provide betting lines on the widest range of sports, awards, contests, and polls this side of Bangkok. Bet on everything from day what day the U.S. economy collapses to the over-under on how many pieces Jimmy G's suit will be on Sunday. You and a friend or enemy have a bet y'all want to settle? Then fire up Futbuckerson's Spread's app to customize your wager. Our on-call bet makers will take a line on anything you can come up with. And don't worry about someone welching on a bet. Our services include bet enforcement, and we offer a comprehensive list of intimidation to force payment, including blackmail, arson, hiding the remote, broken kneecaps, nickelback tickets, breaking one's dick, wet willies, unexpected pregnancies, plus more, and we're adding more daily. Plus... Free ass-based bet enforcements for new customers carried out by Futbuckerson himself. Gamble away your boredom and self-respect at Futbuckerson Spread Sportsbook. Beautiful. Ah, yeah. 
I'm I can't wait to try it out. I hear they got a new location in a dark alley downtown. It's gonna be it's gonna be the best. I downloaded the app. The interface is wonderful. Yeah, it's not sketchy at all. I I I know that it's one of the only places where I can get lines on on uh, the new you know the the next dodge juggle match. Um, oh, I definitely. Put, I put a, I put a lot of money on uh, Chuck Duck and Dive. Uh, <laughs> on dodge juggle and I'm, I'm hoping that one pays off for me so globo uh, gym going all the way this year yes <laughs> i don't know if you've ever seen dodge juggle on espn 8 when it's espn 8 day the ocho i have not it's it's dodge i haven't ball. seen the dodge it's, do- ju- it's dodgeball and juggling and it's amazing <sighs> i i didn't know they did the wild stuff on the ocho i thought they, they were still just on, doing cornhole and dodgeball it's only on Ocho. They have an actual Ocho day. I think it's eight eight. Yeah, and they do stuff oh, yeah. like death diving and all sorts of crazy stuff. You should check. That'd it be out. good. It's a it's a lot of fun, and you can get all your lines uh, for all your ESPN eight on uh, Foot Buckerson's spreads yes. sports book. Spread sports book. Yes, got to spread them. All right. Uh, let's move into our upcoming matchups. Let's update our predictions records. Um, so last week, unfortunately, Taylor went four and two because he took Matt and we took Britt. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went four and two. You and I both went three and three. So now Taylor's sitting at twenty four and eighteen. I'm at twenty three and nineteen, and you are at twenty two and twenty. <sighs> so should have had more faith in myself. Yep. Um. All right. Let's let's go matchups. And uh, I won, and I scored the most points. And then technically Taylor was next in points scored, but since mm-hmm. he's not here, you get to go second, and Taylor gets to get whatever we want to give him. So I like that. That's how we're doing that. So I'm gonna go first, and I am actually going since I can't take myself. I'm going to take the next matchup with the most playoff implications on the line and a very mm-hmm. close projection, and I am taking the Strictator versus the Gentle Ginger Giant. Damn you. Uh, right now, projections sit 120 to 116. Um, Taylor is playing the Deshaun Watson. Didn't really Straight want, out of the gate. I didn't really want to say his name, um, but he is He who must not be named. I, I, don't, I don't want to say his name. Um, the Tickler. He is playing the Tickler. The tickler. Um, but just to breaking down positions here, so Taylor's got the Tickler, and I'm going to give the edge to Josh with Hertz. Running backs. I'd say so. Yeah. Running backs. Eckler and Walker, I think, are a stronger duo than Chubb and Montgomery even though Chubb has Houston so Chubb right. like they could just hand the ball to Chubb like 30 times and he could score three yeah. touchdowns honestly I'm I'm ready to make this pick and for me it's going to be Josh and it's just because I think the running backs are close enough that I, I that the Josh's receivers 
and his flex. Like I, I know Elliott gets the touchdowns, but Pollard against Indy makes me think he 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 gets more work. I don't know. I think they you know they throw the ball to him a lot. But uh, Waddle and Olave, I think, just are head and shoulders above Devontae Smith and Palmer for the Chargers. I know a- Andrews has been, you know, sub subpar, but they've got him projected at 15. I think that's probably around where he gets. But, yeah, it's Josh for me. Yeah, this one's a little close. Um, like I said, Taylor's got the edge at running back. I think the edge will go to Josh for – uh, wide receivers, um, even though I don't love Olave against Tampa Bay, but Waddle against San Francisco, that game should be should be a good one. Um, it, it's going to be interesting seeing Pollard versus Elliott, if that's indeed how it stays, um, just because Taylor has Christian Watson on his bench that he could plug in instead. But I like Michael Gallup, too. He's been playing great. Yeah. And Dylan, if if uh, Aaron Rodgers is out, they might really rely on the run against Chicago. So Dylan could have a good game. So there's some decisions to be made, but as it stands, um, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with you, and I'm gonna bet against Taylor. I'm going with Josh, and uh, I have Taylor's predictions here, and he said that he is picking himself strictly because he needs the win. That's his reasoning wow. behind so that. So his boys are going to play inspired fantasy football for him. Well, here's the hoping. That sounds like the strict tater thing to think. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, all right, Murph, you get the next matchup. Who's it going to be? Well, you didn't really leave me much in meat on the bone here, so I'm going to take the last morsel and I'm going to take Cooper Troopers versus Hard R Hard R starting out leading the projections 124 to 108 as it sits I don't see any bye week stuff affecting either one of y'all Anthony you're starting Herbert against Mahomes Herbert against Vegas Mahomes against Cincinnati I like Cincinnati to push Mahomes more, so yeah, he's probably got the advantage there. Twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know what McCaffrey's gonna do, and Jamal Williams is a touchdown machine. But what what's uh, McCaffrey's? You know anything about that? His injury's not showing anything on Sleeper. I haven't heard um, anything. Looks like he's day to day with knee irritation. Okay, yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he's probably gonna play. I th- I think he'll play, and with yeah. Mitchell out six to eight weeks now, um, yeah, he's gonna get a lot he more. He could work. get a lot of work. Yeah. So, I don't know. Twenty points is a hard thing to make up in the projections, and if I'm trying to, I'm not really seeing how I'm gonna do it unless t- uh, Tampa runs the hell out of the ball on a new on a tough New Orleans defense. T Higgins has an even better game this week and Cordero Patterson gets all of Atlanta's touches for you cuz he's got Kelsey and Hill and Mike Evans sometime soon got to get start scoring scoring touchdowns again. 
Jonathan Taylor looked right on Monday night against a pretty tough Steelers defense. And Jamal Williams just scores touchdowns, and he has Patrick Mahomes, Anthony. It's it's going to be a tough win for you this week. I'm taking Cody. That's fair. And I, I think what, what I would more focus on instead of my team, because my team is what it is. 108 is my projection. That's usually well, now after I've lost Cup. That's about where I'm at. But when I look at Cody's team, and again, I'm going to rely – real heavy on my superpower and hope that he doesn't perform well. So Mahomes against Cincinnati and Kelsey against Cincinnati, those terrify me, not going to lie. And then Williams against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defense is underrated. They are, but he'll get in the end zone, like no doubt. Um, Now Jonathan Taylor playing Dallas. That one – could help me. Also, Mike Evans playing New Orleans and Lattimore yeah. could be back this yeah. week. That's what I'm saying. If if Lattimore's and, back, I think if both those guys, it's a possibility they score under ten. Yes, and Taylor uh, and Evans. Tyreek Hill's playing San Francisco. Their defense is is. Yeah, but their pass defense is not good. Yeah. It's not. It's still not good. That well, they have a good all safety, I can hope but for is a shootout. And McCaffrey get a bunch of points in that shootout, but uh, we'll see true. about that. And then Singletary projected eleven playing New England. Well, he's got Robinson on his bench. He's got Jeff Wilson if he wants to, and then Mooney's out for the Bears. Yeah, and if Claypool, and he can put Jones. Claypool in, I mean, he, Cody's got options. He's been working that waiver wire. He has been. Is Jeff Wilson unless, on his bench? Unless he gave unless he gave somebody his password. Uh probably Jimmy. Probably Jimmy. That's who I would bet. He said, Jimmy, I like the you yeah. remember my GM? Yeah, he said, Jimmy, you, you drafted a really good team for me. How about you just run this entire year for me? Um I'm I'm bet I'm I'm just gonna hope. I'm gonna hope that my superpower comes through because I I need to stay in it. So I'm picking myself. I'm going against you. You um, did the same thing Taylor did. You're like, my team is going to play inspired fantasy football. We're no, winning that, this week. No, that's not what I said. What I said is <laughs> Cody's team is not uh, going to play up uh, to their level. Uh, that's that's home my field super, advantage. That's my superpower. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Taylor apparently agrees with me because he picked me as well. So maybe I should be a little scared that he picked me. Uh, it probably doesn't bode well for me. The twelfth man over here. All right, who should we give? Which matchup should we give Taylor? I'm thinking well, we I give mean, him mine. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, Fuck Buckerson, Commissioner's pet. That's the farthest spread, but there's no playoff implications for Debo. And yeah, Dan. I was I was gonna go with Britton and, and Dan. Because there's okay. no playoff implications. This one is. It, it, this one almost feels like uh, the Brit Matt matchup last week, where you're just kind of like, mm. ugh. Um, oh, I see. Let's look at it. So yeah, let's 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 dive into it. So, uh, you got Josh Allen versus Geno Smith. Um, man, those projections are crazy. 
Geno yeah. is playing the Rams. So, and and the Rams Josh Allen's playing New York and, or, or New, New England. England. Yeah, they're playing New England. Like, I don't feel like those projections are going to be accurate. Um, I mean, Josh Allen can score 24 points on anybody. Oh, yeah, no, no, he absolutely can. But Geno's been playing pretty good, and the Rams are, are not a good team right now. Um, so Dan has – or, I'm sorry, yeah. Dan has Elijah Mitchell still in there. Um, if Fournette plays, he'll probably play Fournette. Jeez, Dan's bench is an infirmary ward, and yeah. nobody on the IR. Dan, I told you on Sunday, put somebody, you put somebody in your fucking IR spot. Uh, looks like he could get Jamar Chase back, though. So that he could plug him in somewhere, but his wide receivers aren't really the problem. Yeah, it's then he, he's just going to have to sit Terry or Garrett Wilson. Or Wilson, yeah. It's um, not good. So, I mean, Stevenson against Buffalo, that's a great, that's a great play. That's, yeah, especially since Harris is down. So, if, if – if Dan finds another running back to plug into his his running back spot, I I think you got to give this matchup to Dan because Britt's running backs are unreliable. I'd say. I mean Pacheco, if if Cincy actually stays really close with Kansas City, I don't see them using Pacheco all that much. They might go with McKinnon and and do a lot of throwing. Um, Debo, Honestly, Debo, yeah, and Debo and Swift. It's Debo, Swift, and Allen for Britt. Honestly, and Debo has been very unreliable this year. Miami's defense isn't bad. Yeah, we saw that. I mean, it was the Texans, but still, they made plays. Yeah, they did. Yeah, um, I I think I'm gonna as long as Dan can find a running back, and that's a big if. Um, I'm because I don't even I don't know if Fournette will be back or not. I kind of hope he isn't, but that's just selfish reasons. So Rashad White will have a, a good game again. I think I mean Rashad White's gonna. I think he's the guy now. But yeah, Fournette will probably get goal line work. And Brady likes his blocking. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I went with Britt last week and it didn't go well. So I'm gonna go with Dan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking Brit. Sorry, Brit, but I think you're on a downward trajectory, my guy. You're back to form. I'm yeah. taking Dan. Uh, Taylor agrees. That's a sweep for Dan. So, uh, I'm we'll- sure Brit will blow Dan out. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> he has Dan. to. He he has to win out uh, to have a shot. But I I think Dan dashes his hopes this week alright let's move on I'm going to take the next one and yeah there's not really the next one that has playoff implications is I Hen- can't believe a Charlie's 6-5 and five. Henson's Carpet Stains and Self Help whatever his name is Self Help whatever I can't see it it's all cut off Self-help hotline. It's self-help from, hotline. Uh, it's from his own ad. I forgot the other one. It just says self-help H, and I just completely 
forgot what it was. So I'm going to take Henson's Carpet Saints and Self-Help Hotline. Um, Charlie's actually projected to win this one, which is crazy to me. Um, I'm looking at the benches to make sure there's no one to fill in. Looks like Henson could has Pittman and Pickens to play with, but he's not going to play him over Brown or Metcalf. Um, he's going to put somebody in for Samaji P. Ryan. Yeah, someone in for P. Ryan. So it'll it'll either be, well, one of them, Pickens or Pittman. They're both projected the same. Yeah, I'd go Pickens, but that's. I would too. With the matchup, mm-hmm. that's where I would go. Against Atlanta. ATN's probably going to play. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I wouldn't be worried about health on his team at all. Um, but let's let's do, so. Tua, Aaron Rodgers, no idea if Rodgers is going to play. I'm betting no, but that's just me. Um. Henry Etn better than Kamara and Sanders. Sanders is very streaky, or he's he's kind of up and down. Kamara. I'm shrugging my shoulders. I have no idea. Yeah, against Tampa Bay's run defense. Yeah, but the Saints, the Saints and Buccaneers games are always you never know. I don't yeah. know division games. Uh, I think Charlie's got the edge in wide receiver, just with Devonte Adams, especially going up against the Chargers. Um, and then Lockett versus Metcalf. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Where who does Jalen Ramsey cover? Yeah. And then uh, tight ends, honestly, that's a wash. Kittle versus Schultz, you know. Only I, I'm just so biased Eileen. by the last game here. Like, I feel like Kittle didn't get any work, and Schultz went off last week. So I'm. Well, that's I'm where I was Schultz. leaning too. I, I lean Schultz because Dak looks for him. Kittle yeah. is one of four, you know, a, a four-headed monster that needs to be fed. Right. And and you just never know what week it's going to be for him. So, and then uh, Juju, I don't know if he's fully back or not from his concussion. Because um, he only he only he was only in on thirty eight percent of the of, of the snaps mm-hmm. for Kansas City last week. Um, and I don't think there's mm-hmm. anyone that that Charlie maybe maybe he could play Christian Kirk over Juju. That would probably be a better play against Detroit. Well, I like Hunt too, but yeah, I don't like Hunt. I mean, Christian Kirk. I, I'm just so worried. The Jaguars' offense, like they have Kirk, they have Zay Jones, and they have Marvin Jones. It they and then he likes to throw to uh, who's that? Ingram. Evan yeah, Ingram. Evan Ingram. So I just I don't know. I prefer, like, I feel like, especially against Houston, like, I know what I'm going to get from Kareem Hunt. Like, I'm probably definitely going to get 10 points. Mm, he hasn't, but I'm still, uh, I'm taking Henson in this matchup here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I think his team has the higher floor. And, I mean, he doesn't have, like, Adams or Kamara, but Henry and Brown could pop any DN. yeah and i feel like charlie's you know adams and kittle you know those are the guys that can pop but all i have more faith in all of justin's guys and i feel like they can yeah. get they can pop just as much 
I have a lot more questions on guys like Kamara and Rodgers and Kittle. And Sanders. And Sanders against Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm going with Henson. It worries me because Char- Taylor went with Charlie. So it's another one that we're disagreeing on. But uh, I like this we'll week. See. We're, yeah. we're going to have some moving, moving and shaking. Yeah. I'm two games back. I need it. All right, Murph, you get the next matchup, and just by process of elimination, there's only one left. Yeah, I – it's uh, it's not – is it Fout Buckerson? It is, and, because you can't yeah. take yourself. All right, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't write anything down. Ah, uh, Fout Buckerson projected to win 117 against Commissioner's Pet 96. So, Commissioner's Pet with Tom Brady projected 20 against Joe Burrow against Kansas City. Again, like Tom Brady against New Orleans defense, and I think Kansas City and Cincinnati could be a shootout here. Oh, yeah. I'm banking on it. Yeah. I don't, I don't like Latavius Murray against Baltimore's run defense at all. Like, they... I mean, Jamichael Hasty came in and, and had some running room against Baltimore last week, but I don't think that's going to happen this week. And Dalvin Cook and Josh Jacobs are going to go off. He doesn't have a James Conner this week. He so doesn't he's have anybody on in. his bench to plug in. Either. Really? No, because Hubbard, Hubbard's on his bench. And his he's on flex. a buy. Keenan Allen. Yeah, so he's going to have to drop and he's pick up somebody. He's going to have to make a move, yep. I mean, I don't want to lose Hubbard, but yeah, we don't have to spend much time on this one. This one's gonna be a this one's gonna be a, a Corbin beatdown. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Stephon Diggs, Hayden. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't see any position where um where Matt where has, Matt an has any. Yeah, unless except for Baltimore's defense going up against Denver because Corbin's got New England against Buffalo, and that's yeah. not a good not a good way. But yeah. This is an easy Corbin here. I think we all went Corbin straight down the line on that one. Uh, which yeah. leaves Taylor with the last matchup. Uh, shit show and a dumpster fire versus Murphy's Law. So let's take a look at this one. Um, we got Jimmy Garoppolo versus Lamar Jackson. Uh, Jackson playing Denver, who was once a good defense now i don't know yeah they didn't look they didn't i mean they just gave up 30 points to carolina i'm pretty yeah. sure it was uh, not a good sunday for yeah. denver faithful let's ride let's ride and then what did you do with did, oh did you put Najee harris on the i've i've just got him on yeah he's already listed as out so i put him in the ir to open that spot up i got you so Barkley and, and I think Gus Edwards, I, I think Gus Edwards is gonna get the work anyway. So I might, especially if Najee like is like a late addition to play, I might stick with Gus Edwards honestly because I think he's gonna get the work against Denver. Well, your running backs have an advantage, even though Barkley's been iffy lately, and he's the Washington. Washington great. has a pretty good defense, uh, especially run defense. So, uh, Aaron Jones might, you know, especially playing Chicago, Aaron Jones might go off, but he doesn't have another running back, really. He's got Kenyon Drake or Daryl Henderson, 
to play as his running back too. Um, so that just that gives you an advantage at running back. Um, at wide receiver, I would have to give him the advantage with St. Brown and CD. Oh, yeah. Versus your Godwin and Sutton. Um, tight end is, is a wash. Uh, Njoku's probably the better play, but I don't know. It's just me. I have a feeling that Deshaun Watson is just going to suck his first game back. Like, I, I don't want the Texans to win. Well, it's weird. If the Texans no, lose, they I get a better draft this, spot. Get if, this we, one. if we win, then Cleveland gets a worse draft, and we get their draft pick Y'all anyway. have one so win? I'm like, I'm, we have one win. We, uh, well, we're still going to get the and number. And the rest of the teams have three. At least so. three. So I, we'll, we'll get the number one pick. But I just have a feeling Deshaun's going to suck his first game back. I, I certainly hope so. I hope he sucks the first few games back. But uh, looking at flex, Paris Campbell versus Boyd, that's another wash. Um, Boyd might be a tough play with Chase coming back. Yeah, I'll probably be looking for somebody to play, yeah. seeing who gets dropped on the waiver wire. So moves tomorrow. And, and Drew doesn't really have much to plug in to sub in. So I think, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you uh, in this matchup. I am going with you as well. I don't think my record picking myself this year has been very good for me or my fantasy team. But, and I've et these words just about every time I've said them, because I've said them the last few weeks. I think Lamar gets his shit together and has a good game, because I think Denver's defense is actually a little vulnerable. And this is a get-right game for the Ravens. Let's go. We'll see. Taylor apparently doesn't agree again because he picked Drew. I saw him. that. I can, I can almost, I can almost see it. If Josh Fields does come back this week, which I think is still kind of a long shot, but if he does come back against Green Bay, that Just. could be a little bit of a of an advantage. Yeah. Um, and it then, would, like I explained, the Aaron Jones against Chicago. Versus Barkley against Washington. Yeah, like the although I don't trust, uh, I don't trust Justin Fields when he comes back to look like himself. Maybe he's not going to be running, you know, outrunning cornerbacks to the end zone. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I I don't know if he'll if he'll play this week or not. So. Uh, I could see where Taylor went, but I still think you're the the better pick. So, uh, looks like we disagreed on one, two, three, four matchups this week. Um, so a lot more, uh, a lot more parity this week for our predictions. So next week it'll be interesting with our our prediction shakeup. Um, all right, let's move into our last segment, and we don't have Taylor here, so I had to fill in. Um, so I hope I do this segment justice, but we're doing the waivers uh, and pickups of the week. So starting out, I got a couple of big spenders last week. Uh, Matt, with the biggest spend that I've seen in, in a little while, he paid $28 for Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray. Um, the next closest bidder was Josh with 19 So, I mean, a little bit of an overpay, but really not much. There were a lot of bidders for, for Murray. Um, and yeah. you know he 
I'll get into to the him as a winner in a little bit, but he he was the biggest spender last week. Dan was the second biggest spender. He paid eleven dollars for the Jets defense, and uh, the next closest bidder was Drew Dan. with two dollars for the Corbin. Yeah, uh, probably Drew, asked how much he should pay for it. Drew put two. Yeah, he probably went to Corbin for advice. Um, defenses don't need to go for that much. But anyway, yeah, next closest was Drew with two, and and they they still had a decent game. I think they put up like eight or nine points, but you know, overpaid by nine dollars yeah, for them. They put up nine. Um. All right, let's start with some winners. So Matt, I put Matt as a winner because he did pick up Latavius Murray. Like I said earlier, he did have to pay a pay a pretty penny for him, uh, but Murray did score ten point three points. It was under his projection, but he didn't put up a big, you know, dud uh, as his first week as the Denver running back, solo running back. Um, so maybe a little bit of an overpay, but it, it hasn't – it didn't hurt Matt. Um, next winner was Henson. He paid $10 for Samaje Ryan, And I put he was kind of a winner, kind of a loser in this one because Ryan did put up 17 points. Um, but – Henson was the only one that bid on him, so he technically overpaid by ten dollars. Um, but that seventeen points did help him beat Cody, so that's why he was both a winner and a loser. Um, I made the winners because I paid one dollar for Jason Sanders and I dropped Will Lutz. And this Look is at you. this is this is the Twilight Zone. I'm talking about me and kickers. This is this I'm is, telling you, this is I'm weird. blown away. Uh, but Sanders scored 13 points and Will Lutz scored negative one. So I put that as a winner for myself. Um, and then Taylor, I put Taylor as the last winner. He paid $6 for Joshua Palmer. Um, and that turned out to be the perfect amount because Henson also bid $6. Uh, Taylor was higher in the, I guess, higher in the standing or higher in the waiver order. Waiver order. Um, There's still a waiver order, but that, yeah, it, that's why I like the fab, right, though. It rarely comes into play because you have to bid the exact amount. Uh, Palmer didn't have the best game, but he did put up 8.1 points. Um, so that was that, that was good enough to put Taylor as a winner. Now we'll move on to the losers. Um, oh. First loser, Drew. He paid $4 for Paris Campbell. It's not bad. He played him at flex, and he only scored 2.4 points. That's that's pretty rough. Um, I don't, and nobody else bid on Campbell. So $4 to only get two points in your flex. Hmm. Uh, Cody, you Cody's the next loser. He picked up the Seahawks defense that scored a whopping one point. Um, so great job, Cody. That Interesting. That uh, Interesting. probably didn't help you uh, in your loss to Henson. Uh, Matt is my next loser. He dropped Kirk Cousins for Tom Brady. Uh, and even though Brady scored 18 points, Kirk scored 22 on Thanksgiving night. Um, didn't end up, you know, affecting him. Primetime Kirk. That's crazy. Didn't end up affecting him, though, since, you know, Matt got the, the W. But just funny. I, I feel like Matt's been playing this game with Kirk Cousins all season. He'll drop him. He'll pick him up. He'll drop him. He'll pick him up. On the weeks he drops them, he goes off. On the weeks he picks them up, he doesn't do anything. So They're like a high school couple. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, which poor Matt, that all started with uh, the San Francisco quarterback, uh, Trey the, Lance. Trey Lance. That's who he had pinned, and and it just, just bad luck. Um, all right, my next loser is you, Murph, because oh, you dropped hurt. Foster Morrow for Cam Akers. Uh, I was Mor- done with him. I was I, tired of the Raiders' I offense. Heard you say it. And then Morrow goes out and scores almost eleven points. And uh, your other tight end, you played over him. Uh, Knox only scored two point seven. I feel like I saw two long plays to Knox get called back on penalties. Yeah, potentially. I I don't remember that, but um, yeah, that sucks. And then it wouldn't be a losers if I didn't have myself in here. I dropped Adam Thielen for Kyron Williams simply for running back depth, and I told Taylor when he asked me, I, I said, I I just don't ever see myself playing Adam Thielen over the other wide receivers I have, Yeah. and I needed running back depth. Well, Williams scored 7.5, which wasn't bad for his first like big-time game, uh, but Thielen put up 16.5 on Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, I thought of you when I, when that happened. Yeah. I mean, that would have been 16.5 on my bench. So I don't know if that's any better. But it's still, now anybody can get them. Um, So that's our winners and losers for our uh, Week 12 waivers. Um, And that's that's all I've got. I mean, it was a long week of football. Oh, Team USA moved to the knockout round today. Yes, they did. Nobody gives a damn, but they they won 1-0. Beat the damn Iranians, the Iranians. <laughs> yeah, there's there's probably quite a few we could say about that, but uh, yeah, go USA, I guess. Hey, it's soccer. Soccer, woo. Yeah, it's yeah soccer. I I care about football. Oh no, I just uh I gotta uh, during the World Cup gotta I gotta I gotta out, watch I guess, it. Yeah. All right. Well, on that exciting note, I guess we can end it then. I'm excited for it. Let's go. I'm done. All right, I'm ready guys. To go to get something to eat. Let's thank do it. you, uh, thank you, Murph, for helping me out tonight. Thank you to everybody who was listening. Uh, good luck in your fantasy matchups, and we will see you all next week.